Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director, and I'm here with my co-host and partner, always cool and calm and collected under fire, Mr. Tate Matthews. Hey. Tate, welcome back. Glad to be here, man. It's May. Hard to believe that, isn't it? May. Very difficult to believe. And we talked about this last week, Team Tennis District Championships had some rain but got the tournament finished. Now it's on to the individual championships. And then this week, we've got baseball, softball, soccer all getting started. So it's a great time of year. Great time of year. I'm excited about it. Uh, I love this is we're one step closer to spring fling. We're kind of in our own little Wilco spring fling. And you miss tennis in the books. That's just one more one more sport that we played El Matador with with the coronavirus and got the season in. Didn't think we could get them done. Oh, it, it went it's another rough. one in the book. And being outside, all that was obviously played in our favor. Hey, before we talk about those sports specifically, a couple of big hires in the district. Jared yes. Street, boys basketball hire at Page High School, had previous coaching stops or head coaching stops at BGA in Hickman County. And I'm just wondering, Tate, you think Coach Street – Use Dr. Qualls as a reference, or would that be something he would have wanted, wanted to distance himself from? Oh, no doubt about it. I think he put him on there. And, and why would you think that? Well, from his Hickman County ties. But, you know, it was also he had him on there for the TED Talks and also the drone racing league. But basketball, I think he got that on his own. Okay. You agree? I hope so. Listen, we love Dr. Qualls, but sometimes we just don't know how that's going to go. That's right. Whether or not he's... No. Here, it's a big deal. Marshall County, not so much. <laughs> Let's talk uh, Centennial Girls Basketball. Great hire for them. Coach Bruce Hamilton, yep. who has enjoyed a long and successful career in Alabama. He comes to Centennial with 414 career wins. He spent the last 16 seasons at Austin High School... They went to a state Final Four, multiple regional appearances, and multiple Coach of the Year awards. Great hire for Centennial Girls Basketball. No doubt. And 11 20-plus win seasons. So I'd say knows how to put a club together, knows how to coach a basketball team, build a program. Um, it's going to be fun. I, you know, we, we, we've always talked about it. It can be done. We just need some consistency. I think he's going to be here for a while. Watch out. Well, and the thing, too, about Coach, if you looked at his resume, he coached boys basketball. He had a couple of stints coaching some other sports and had some, some success. He's a ball coach, and he's a winner. I like it. So I'm looking for good things there from the Centennial Girls basketball team. Let's talk a little baseball. Now, baseball, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not making any more statements about baseball because – one of the things that we finally got over that I said, hey, it's definitely going to be Summit and Brentwood. And then I also said, well, and it's definitely going to be Independence Fourth. What happens? Spring Hill goes out and beats Brentwood, and now Brent, uh, Spring Hill has fourth wrapped up. Nice. So it's Ravenwood's one, Brentwood's two, Summit is three, Spring Hill's four, then it goes Indy Franklin, and there's a tie there, but I think in looking at the tiebreakers, Indy will get fifth, and then Franklin will get sixth. Now, here's the issue, if you ask me, when you talk about the tournament. Summit, who, again, we both have said, watch out in the tournament. 
they're going to be dealing with in game one maybe the best pitcher in the league, which is A.J. Russell. Now, maybe the, what I've looked at is wrong, but I talked to uh, uh, Coach McClary also before the show, and he confirmed what I thought, which would be based on the tiebreakers that are set up, Franklin would be six, and then seven would be Dixon. So if that's the case, that means Franklin will play Summit. Wow, that's a tough first-round game. Yeah, Spring Hill, we didn't, we didn't give them the credit they were due. That came out of nowhere. It did. Uh, it really did. They started off slow, uh, but they've had a couple of good runs, a couple of good series, and that win over Brentwood's a huge win for them. So, you know, kudos to Spring Hill, just like Dixon. I love to beat up on Spring Hill and Dixon, so I can't really do it in this case. So congratulations to Spring Hill. The Raiders. That's what a real man would do. Hey. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> Still got the tournament. We'll see you in the tournament. That's right. <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourself, Spring Hill. Let's wait till the tournament starts. <laughs> so it, do we know which one they're going to? The, fir the first round of the games will be at Ravenwood and Brentwood, right? That's right. So what ends up happening is in the first round, Brentwood hosts two games, Ravenwood hosts two, and then after that it all goes to Ravenwood. Now, right. the play-in game, still, the 8-9 still has to play. So that would be Page, Centennial, uh, and then uh, however that ends up, uh, whoever's eight will host that, and then they go to that, that part of the bracket goes to Ravenwood. So, yes, two games at Ravenwood, two games at Brentwood. Once that's over, it all moves to Ravenwood. Ravenwood. Who won the regular season championship? Ravenwood. Oh, okay. Which I believe you if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, you you called that one. Firmly. And very early on. You did. I gotta give you credit. Coach Bourne. So what are you predicting predicting in the tournament? Obviously Ravenwood's moving on to the region. Is it hadn't really done you stuff? We don't really want to get into that yet, or you want No, I'm game. Whatever. Whatever. What do you got? I think Ravenwood and Brentwood are the two best teams. It's clear. You think those will be the two representatives? Yep. Ravenwood and Brentwood. Yes. And then, obviously, I don't think it's a stretch to say that we both believe that they'll, they'll come out okay in the region. I would think so. I yes. think they would play in the region final and then. Region, yes. Sectional, sub-state, whatever we want to call it. It gets a little dicey. It gets a little, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's. But one of them will go. That's correct. Least. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I think maybe both. That'd be awesome. I think maybe both there. Hey, I don't know if you saw this, and we were talking about him last week. Uh, Ethan McIlvain out there at Nolensville, Mr. One-Hit in the district tournament, had four one-hitters. Well, he's still got four, but he's also got a no-hitter. Uh, defeat Giles County to wrap up the regular season in the district tournament. Uh, they win 8-0, Ethan with a no-hitter. That young man, I'm telling you, is getting it done for Nolensville. No doubt about it. He's, he's a dominant performer on the mound, and he's – He's still pretty young. He's going to get bigger, stronger. So I'm excited to see what's in store for him. But yeah, no hitter. Nolansville told you don't let that don't let that loss column fool you. They play a lot of bigger schools. He plays a tough a tough non district schedule. Coach Coach uh, Hudson likes his team. Thinks they got a chance to go very far. Yeah, they definitely have a shot. I, I expect to see them again. No pressure. I expected to see them at minimum Final Four. Be awesome. Agreed? Yes. I think they're going to win it. Oh. You went one more. I like when you take – man, you're taking it up a notch to the Let's go. <laughs> I like what you're doing. Hey, let's talk a little softball. 
Dixon County has it wrapped up, 13 and 1. Summit is going to finish second, 11 and 3. But again, it gets a little bit dicey after that, and there's some games to be played this week. So we don't really know how this is going to turn out. But you've got seven wins for Brentwood and Franklin, six wins for Page and Ravenwood. Spring Hill has five wins, Indy four, Centennial three. So there's a lot yet to be determined even this week before Thursday's eight, nine games. So this is one of those that truly the last week of the season, still a lot can happen. Without a doubt. And what we thought was going to happen, happened. Dixon clearly number one. Summit, we knew pretty early on. Don't 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 be surprised if they don't end up number two, and that's what they did. And then that log jam right there, anything can happen. Anything. Big big time log jam. And and I would say, even though they're in last right now, don't sleep on Centennial. They've got some nice wins. They, they do, and and they're playing at home potentially the tournament. Uh, in fact, their game this week, they had an eleven inning three hour game. Now that may not sound, but in softball, if you play a three hour game. That's long. That is a marathon game. <laughs> Usually those are what, hour and a half, hour right. and 45 minutes. Uh, Kaylee Burgett hit a home run in the bottom of the seventh to tie the game. And then Tate, they went back and forth. But this week's gym you're going to like. <laughs> Starting in the 10th inning, they go to what's called the international tiebreaker. Wow. And what that's done is to speed up the game a little bit. And you put a runner on second base to start the inning. So the inning starts with someone on second because they're thinking, okay, we're going to – it's like the softball equivalent to PKs. The chances are you're going to score if you put somebody on second base. That's strong. Well, I thought so. That's top three. Oh, Gems. it is? Yeah, but don't ask me. Don't ask me if like – If we it, polled 100 people, how many, think, how many people do you think are going to get that right? Uh, if they're not softball people, I'm going to say maybe one. Maybe. Somebody might fluke it. Now, Paul Brees, I know, is watching us out there. He'll come up with something, but again, we'll go back to bowling and correct. what happened there with him. So, but, yeah. he'll come up with something that sounds like it's correct, but it won't be correct. Correct. Paul, stick to basketball, <laughs> dodgeball. What's that called, the new thing in P? Can jam. Pickleball. Pickle, hey. Which we've said, I mean. Pickleball's fun. Uh, listen, we've probably got some viewers out there, big pickleball people. So no, I'm no, not, no. I've started playing I, pickleball. Well, you told me about this. In fact, you told our audience. It's intense. And uh, we talked about how your dad could dominate you in pickleball. Correct. But we like pickleball. The neighbors are out on the screen in porch going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you know the popularity of it's it. When you, heated. when you go out to a tennis court now. Uh, I was out playing a little bit last week, Tate, and uh, on the court was not only those nets, they just left them on the court, yeah. and they've got all the lines, so it's very confusing when you're playing. Kind of like you've got all those multiple lines. Right. It's kind of, now, you know, now you know how the, the soccer coaches uh, and the football coaches feel when you, when you build the turf field now and you've got all the lines. It gets a little bit confusing. It gets confused. you got to get used to it. It's like that three-point line we talked about at the Murphy Center. Very confusing. When there's like two or three sets when naturally – you shoot behind the furthest set, but that's a mistake because it's maybe two back that's right. from what it should be. Uh, when, again, talking about softball here, uh, district tournament, the 8-9 game is on Thursday, and then the tournament moves to Centennial after that. A couple of things that happened this week, and I know you've got a morsel or a nugget here in just a second, but Brentwood High School, Morgan Salmon, home run number 14 for Morgan. Emily Cockrell uh, hits home run number 8. Indy Cockrell hits home run number four. So uh, Brentwood, listen, this is like trivia night. 
you, you can't use. <laughs> so I don't know. Did we catch that, Mr. Producer? I saw him out in my peripheral. I feel like he's doing some illegal research. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll tell you what it was. Online. Coming in hot off the wire. Okay, okay. Hot off the presses. Hot off the press. Always working to to bring information to the viewer. So yes, I do have a morsel or a <laughs> nugget. It's not a gem, but it's a nugget. Been talking to Coach Powell. Uh, as you mentioned a few shows ago, the season record for home runs in Brentwood High School softball. Long tradition history. Eight. As you mentioned, Morgan Salmon is at 14. Emily Cockrell is at eight. Indy's at four. Don't know if Indy's going to be able to make it. But we're not only going to break it, we're going to have two break the record. 2012, Christina Schwartz, hot off the press. Coach Powell went down and looked on the Wall of Fame and sent a text. That's why I was picking up my phone. wasn't trying to be rude. But Christina Schwartz, 2012, eight home runs. We're going to have at least two. Well, Morgan's already done it. Emily's at the very least tied it. I think very good chance she breaks it. Now, I'm impressed. You talk about it, but you picked your game up. It's dedication. That's big time. So we may – now, we don't want to get into this, but we could have like a little – most impressive research Ooh. of the week, but then you know we don't want to. Maybe we could have a, uh, maybe we could have a Twitter poll like what was better this week, the gym oh. or the morsel. And then the viewers, and there's going to be somebody write in, quote the tweet, and say, "What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who what, are what, these what, guys? <laughs> what, <laughs> what show? What show? I, I'm just telling you, I, did I shout out my man, Mr. and Mrs. Forshee? Saw them at uh, Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. A lot of viewers out there. Man. And we appreciate it, by the way. Without a doubt. Can't wait to talk about The longest-standing WC. We, listen, I've said it many times. We are the Simpsons of WCTV. That's strong. And we owe it all to who got it started? Uh, Mr. Jack Daniels or Mr. Ringstaff? Ringstaff yep. got it started. Yeah. Remember on the 500th show, we had the little clips. We did, that's right. And certainly there was a lot of difference in the personality of Ringstaff and Qualls. And Coach Daniels. If you wanted to, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying that's where it started. and that's It, it picked up the energy the day Qualls <laughs> took over. So did, so, did, so did the stress level of Creed. <laughs> in fact, if I'm not mistaken, we had to change Mr. Producer. Because it's like, okay, I've had enough of this. He ran nude out of the business. <laughs> Forget this. So I appreciate that Creed's still here, so I'll take that as a compliment that we're Dang not right. running him off. But uh, anyway. Uh, that's called, that's called, that's like Bash Brothers. That's Bomb City right there. Oh, it is. It really is. I can't wait to see where she ends up. Morgan. Oh, I mean it. And listen, I, I think Emily's going to totally shatter it. I, I saw a stat from them this weekend. They played over at Lebanon High School, and they played a couple of games, and uh, uh, six home runs. Six home runs. Listen, there have been softball games, especially with dominant pitchers, where two runs is plenty of room. Right. But when you start scoring like they're scoring, they've had many games scoring double-digit runs. So uh, got to be nervous about playing them. And they are the team that, to me, and I don't mean up and down in a negative way, but it's, I think it has a lot to do with their hitting. They might win 10-4 to 4 over a great team. They may lose 7-3 to 3 over someone that's sort of at the bottom of the pack. So that hitting does make it interesting, and it, I'm sure it's probably caused a few gray hairs for uh, Dr. Powell. But it's still it's exciting brand of softball. Yes, it is, especially when the bats are hot. It's kind of like basketball. If you're hitting, if you can shoot, you're hot that night. 
Doesn't matter if the other team's better or tough to stop. Same thing, those bats. That ball's sailing. Hey, be fun. now one thing that you'd said, and this may end up, it may not happen, but you had said uh, uh, maybe last week that you thought, hey, look out, Dixon County. If you match up against Ravenwood and Avery Wismer, just look out, you might be doomed. They may not play, but they still could. If they end up playing, then uh, that prediction still hold true. Anytime she's on the mound, they get, you, you, you better be, you better bring your A game. You've been, a, listen, you've been really, if we go back and look this year, look, I'm not trying to start any controversy, but you've really been pro Ravenwood Raptor this year, I noticed. I think you're pumped up about Coach Hester. You love Coach Hester. You just got this Ravenwood. Back. No doubt about it. He, he, you know, he brought G2 bar. He was the one who brought the G2 bar. Great to be a Ravenwood Raptor. You know, Coach is an energy guy, energy bus guy. He's got you pumped. I'm pumped up. But now, let's let's be fair. I said very early on, I think Summit Softball is number two. And, um, you know, I, they, they could come out of this thing and win it too. So I'm just trying to get it, some stuff started. Yeah, no, there. no. I'm, I'm, pro, I'm pro, but, uh, you know, the, the former executive producer of this show, Dr. Claus, he was always accused of being a front runner. You know, well, that's accurate. Summit basketball. Accused of, that's, that's accurate. Franklin that's accurate. basketball. Uh, well, I didn't see I don't but, think that's fair. Uh, but – Whatever, I, I didn't see him quite as much my first year at Franklin, I noticed. Well, he didn't know you. <laughs> we were also 15 and 11. <laughs> and there was Grace Murphy was at Summit, yeah, right? Yeah. Or was, uh, not, I mean at Indy. Yeah, well, let or me. was that let John me, Carter? Let me, let me correct that. I saw him when we played Indy in Summit. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Paul's, I want to make sure listen, I'm not doing Dr. that. Listen, Dr. Paul, we, we kid because we care. He's the GOAT. He, he really is. He's the pioneer, he is. the icon. <laughs> The main event. <laughs> By the way, did you watch the A&E biography of the macho man Randy Savage last I, night? I did not. See, last week you were talking. Rowdy Roddy Piper got the cl show closed down last week with all the bagpipes in the background. Yes. But this week's was the macho man. Which I know you're a fan of. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> Go watch it. Fantastic. Hey, listen, we're going to lose our viewers here. Let's no, everybody like There's two kind of people in this world. Those that say they're a pro wrestling fan and those that lie and say they're not a pro wrestling fan. Everybody likes pro wrestling. You saw the, the coach. It was a football coach. And God, the God, terrible. That was terrible. Yeah. Brutal. He was trying to do a Ric Flair imitation. It was all, not only was it bad, it was misquoted. It was terrible. I mean, congrats to the coach for winning, but my God. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane, coach. <laughs> hey, let's talk a little soccer. We had soccer starting this week. Now, this surprised me a little bit. That and they, these will be played at the higher seed on Friday of this week. Uh, Ravenwood, number four versus Indy, number five. The winner gets Brentwood. I was surprised that Ravenwood slid down to four because when the year started, we were thinking, okay, it's Brentwood, Ravenwood, Franklin for number one. But give Centennial credit. Yeah. Centennial slipped into number three. They'll take on Summit, number six. That winner gets Franklin, number two. Now, something I, I, did, I did not uh, mention earlier, but we'll mention here in just a bit. You talked about those two teams moving on. You realize in tennis, it's one team that moves on. Did you know that? I did not. One team that moves on, not two. So when you talk about four teams in basketball, and then you talk about two teams, well, tennis can step up and go, how about one team? You got to win the district to move on. So uh, 
going to be tough in soccer. Again, we know that Brentwood's moving on. Correct. Just like baseball. Uh, but we'll see who number two is. Any thoughts about how soccer's going to go? I, I think, think it's wide open. I think they're I, – I think – I don't. Oh. I think they're clearly the best two. Brent, Brentwood and – Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. You know, if I'm Franklin, though, and I look up – and really Ravenwood, too, or Brentwood, too – you're playing your rival like your rival, no question. Right. Battle of the Wood, z- z- whichever one you want. And then Battle of Franklin, and that's who you have to beat. I think in a lot of ways that benefits the underdog. I, I, I think it is time for a poll on the Battle of the Wood thing. The viewers must speak. Okay. Wood, Woods, which is it? But 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 I would like, I'm and I know it's probably now is not the time, but I would like the time to make my case, okay? There is one city of Brentwood, just one. There are two schools that happen to be in Brentwood, Brentwood and Ravenwood. Therefore, when they play, it is the battle of Brentwood, the battle of the wood. So here's what, listen, I, I think you're right, but only partially, and I'll tell you why. I think that could have been the way it started, and I think Ravenwood might have looked up and said, Battle of Brentwood? We're Ravenwood. Even though they're in the city. But just like I was telling you before when I was at Beach, my principal there, Mr. Cardwell, tried to get the city name changed to Shackle Island because that's what that community's called. They didn't want to be. It was like Hendersonville. That's serious stuff up there. We don't want to be considered Hendersonville. So I got a feeling when they vote, everybody's going to vote the Ravenwood people going, no, it's wood because of... If, if I lose, I'll, I'll change. But but that doesn't mean you're wrong, actually, because right. it still could have started. As I think it did. I think it did. Jack Daniels, I think, is the guy, but the, the, the chance of Coach Daniels remembering what he meant, no. what are the chances? He can tell you when the happy hour for chicken wings at Jonathan started, <laughs> but he will not be able to tell you <laughs> which way it was, nor does he care. <laughs> We love Coach Daniels. Well, Matt Davenport, my buddy, he is a huge Coach Daniels fan. He's a man. I've always said this. I don't think Coach Crawford wins the state cha- state championship if he doesn't follow Jack Daniels. But I also don't think Brentwood wins it if Coach, yeah. Car- Coach Daniels was the perfect guy at the perfect time. I mean, think about that. You got a guy, Bill Whittemore, at quarterback, who's there. Who could sling it a little bit. He was the perfect guy for that offense. You bring in Coach Daniels. I think they had gone 1-9, and 0-10 the year before, and he's got Bill Whittemore, and he turns it loose to him. Man, not a, you know, back then, not a whole lot of people were doing that. Perfect guy at the perfect time. Coach Crawford was the perfect guy at the perfect time to, to follow him, and that program just meteoric rise after he got there. Well, and speaking of next level, I like to talk about next level, the folks that are playing beyond WCS. Think about this. Coach Whittemore, when he was at Kansas, they played in the Orange Bowl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's think about that. Kansas, I don't think people even know they have a football team. When I uh, – I'll get on my – you know, college coaches have gotten away from being evaluators of talent. Think about that. That guy started out at UT Martin. And the guy there – I'm not going to name his name – had him running the split back veer. If you don't know what that is, Google it. Okay? Not for a guy that throws is what you're telling me. That's like putting Baker Mayfield in the split back veer. Here you go, buddy. And ends up leaving there, goes to Juco in Kansas. Mangino was with Bob Stoops at Oklahoma, they, and he gets the, 
he gets the Kansas job, and, and his offensive line coach brings him in a tape to look at this tackle. And Mangino's watching the film, and he says, I don't care about the tackle. Who is this quarterback? <laughs> That's how they got him. Ends up being Big 12 newcomer of the year. Great Big story. 12, taking him to the Orange Bowl. Great story. Yep. Tate, let's talk about something you're familiar with. And the thing I like about we're talking about Middle Tennessee athletic history. No one I would put in front of you. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about the Great Eight Invitational at Harpeth Hall. You always know about these events and where they came from, the history of. Yeah. In fact, you watched a little bit last week. I did. It's a great event. I, I love it. I would kind of. I was thinking about this for the show. I would kind of equate this to kind of like what we talked about, the Father Ryan Invitational in wrestling. It's not the big one. It's not the state championship. But that's a, it's like a badge of honor. You win your weight class at the Father Ryan Invitational, you're a dude, right? Uh, same thing. The grade eight, what they did, they started this about 10 years ago. It's usually traditionally held at Vanderbilt. Could not have it this year because of the pandemic and the restrictions in Nashville and also Vanderbilt. But they held it at Harpeth Hall. Harpeth Hall is a great place to watch a meet. Here's what they do. They take the top eight times, the top eight jumps, the top eight throws in each event in the mid-state, and you're invited to the grade eight. It's public, private, it's single A, triple A, everybody mixed together. So you come out of there with a And it's not win. team, it's just individual. It's individual. It's individual events. No, no team title. Um, now, I'm sure a lot of those coaches are keeping up with if there was, but uh, it's awesome. You, you can go out and see a relay and, and see Pearl Cone, uh, Brentwood Academy, and Brentwood High in it with Franklin and, you know, uh, very cool. Franklin County was there. Green Hill was there. Um, it's a great event. Of course, we did, we, 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 we performed very, very well. And I'll tell you what, man, it was really neat to see, and I know you're going to get to it, the 1600. The 3,200 on the girls' side. Wow. Well, and Wilco dominated that. Lee Walters of Page wins the 1,600. It was the best time in the state this year. Yep. So great job by Lee. Caitlin Vanderkolk, we keep saying her name. She wins the 3,200 from Brentwood. Brentwood girls also win the 4x1, four the 4x4 four four relay, triple jump, Holland Powers of Brentwood uh, wins. So kind of goes back to our early prediction. And, I, you know, not that we were, like, <laughs> these great I think that pr predictors done. of things. <laughs> right. But uh, Brentwood girls track. When you win one, two, three, four events at the grade eight, you probably have a shot. That's right. And remember, this is D1 and D2. It's, it's everybody. Hey, two things on that. One, the 4 by one and the 4 by 400 Brentwood. Flawless, seamless, man. That was, that was fun to watch. All of them there, you know, really. But those handoffs. It, it really is a thing of beauty. And then, have you ever watched a triple jump? Yes. It's different. It's, it's and, di and it's exciting. It's different. It's exciting. And, man, go watch Holland Powers triple jump. It's, it's impressive. It is impressive. Hey, and in the uh, Gabriel Robinson of Ravenwood won the 800. In the high jump, James uh, Franklin. I mean, James Patrick of Franklin. He was also second in the 110. I thought that was a pretty cool crossover. Uh, Holland is a is a jumper and a hurdler, so obviously there's something that marries up there. And Patrick Lamo got second in the 300, so came up a little bit short, but we got second, both of them from Franklin in the hurdles on the boys' side. Great event, man. It's fun. Great event and great showing again by our teams. Uh, let's finish off this week talking a little tennis uh, on the girls' side, the, and they had a little rain last week, but they got it in. Uh, 
when we got to the semifinals, Franklin's girls, the number two seed, defeated Summit, the number three seed, 5-1. Then there was a little bit of an upset. Brentwood came in as number four. They beat undefeated Ravenwood, who was number one. They win 5-4. So you lose in the semifinals, it's over. In fact, if you lose in the finals, it's over. So Franklin gets a little bit of a gift. Not that Brentwood's not good, because they obviously are. They beat Ravenwood. Right. They beat them. <laughs> Franklin defeats Brentwood 5-2 in the final, so they are the district champions. So congratulations to Coach Matt Lachetta and Franklin. Then on the boys' side in the semis, Brentwood and Ravenwood came in as one and two seeds in the semis. Uh, they both get 5-0 wins over Franklin and Centennial. And then Ravenwood in the final defeats Brentwood 5-0, which is saying something. Because you're talking about, listen, if you go back and look. And, <laughs> we gotta, oh, no, we don't, we don't do Wilco on Wilco crime here. <laughs> but you know where I was headed with that. <laughs> the prop is there, but hey. So here, this is something. I was talking to Coach uh, uh, Coach Bud Robison out at Brentwood, and he reminded me in 2019. Not long ago. Last time we had a tournament, right? At the state tournament, they won the boys' team, the girls' team, the boys' individual singles, the girls' individual singles, <laughs> the girls' doubles, and they were runner-up in the boys' doubles. They won five out of six. So they're not going to be able to win the teams, either one of them. My point is this. If you're Franklin girls and you're Ravenwood boys, you've got a shot to be state champion now that you got through the district. No doubt about it. So, uh, Coach now, Bates there at Ravenwood did a nice job. Again, congratulations to him and his team. Yeah. Director Cup points, it's big. It's very big. It's very big. We'll see how it goes. Spring's shaping up pretty good for the Raptors. Wilson Pike. Your team. G2 Bar. You're just going to know. <laughs> Tate, Dig it. Tate, as always, appreciate you being here. I'm excited about the po – I love the postseason. Me too. I can't wait to get up to spring fling and jump from event to event. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We'll see you next week, Tate. Yes, sir. Oh, Wilco's right around the corner too. Right it's around the corner. sneak up on you. It's gonna, I can't wait for that, of course. And we're going to bring our A game. Yes, we are. I'm excited. Can't wait. As always, we appreciate you joining us for Sports Connection. And we'll see you next time.